G'day, g'day, and welcome along to the podcast for the Rush Hour with Andrew Embley and Katie Lamb here on the Listener app, which you can uh, obviously get us on right now because otherwise you wouldn't be listening to us. <laughs> uh, Katie Lamb is here, Andrew Embley is here, Joel, our producer, I am Leachy. Uh, good show today. Good oh, stuff. Well, it was a big day for Battle of the Burbs. Big day. Huge. It was huge because. <laughs> Massive. North, Eat your northern humble pie. Wow, well, yeah. you're the only one in our team yeah. who is from north of the river. Scum. South. Get it right. South oh, of the river. Yeah. Shit. South. <laughs> you, you northeast get a, have a fuzzy memory, don't you? <laughs> well, ever since we uh, got beaten by someone from the south, we're a little bit. Um, Puzzled. Yeah, very puzzled. Martina? What do you classify uh, as the golden triangle where you've sort of been brought up and you really haven't left? <laughs> yes. Are you north or south? Where, where do you where do you sit? Well, I will always be golden triangle at heart. <laughs> is, is Dollar it, Keith. She's not leafy. north or south. Is she, in fact, just on the river? Yeah, yeah. I think so. <laughs> on the river. Yeah. I live on an old houseboat <laughs> on the river. No, I'm, I'm north of the river now, everyone. I live in the Bronx. Um, no, well done, Martina. She took it home. Well, you'll hear a bit of Battle of the Burbs coming up very, very soon. Even one... just ruined the result. Well, you were already talking about it, how that was happening. But one thing that floored us today, absolutely floored us, was this. Behold, the unbelievable Embers. <laughs> I cannot Thank you. stress this Thank enough. you very much. Brace yourself for this on the podcast. It is... Unbelievable. It was very good. Unbelievable. Yes. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. um, Just the magic be... comes out from time to time and well, I to say I delivered today. I think so. And I think now we're going to do this, what, once every week? Yeah, hit us on the DMs if you want to okay. hear this every week. I'd love to hear from the Triple M <laughs> Rush Hour listeners. Mm. Do you want Andrew Emily to attempt to do a magic trick every single week? Triple M Perth, have a message. It's from Cooking with Embers. <laughs> yes, bring back Unbelievable. Here's my magic trick. Where's Embers? <laughs> He's not here. <laughs> He's disappeared. He's down south. <laughs> yeah, this is the disappearing is act. <laughs> Genuinely, though, how it? tough is it going to be for you to come up with something as good as that was every week? Oh, it is bloody going to be very tough. <laughs> yeah. You're going to have to do a bit there of research. There is no chance. There is no chance. It's called what? the Google. What was that what called? What? Research. What's that mean? Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's exactly what we thought. Well, yeah. triple M believable embers coming up a little bit later on. Uh, and also, <laughs> what woke you up in the middle of the night took an interesting turn as well. <laughs> took a very interesting turn that it ended up being more about when you fell out of your bunk bed. Which, fair enough, because that also wakes you up in the middle of the night oh if you fall out of yes. your bunk bed. But you need to listen to Jason's story. <sighs> God, it had everything. Yeah. I, thought everything. It was, I thought it was done and then he kept on going and I was like, whoa. It was incredible, yeah. wasn't it? I've had injuries in the bed but not... Out of the bed. Would yeah, you like to shed? Fall yeah. Keep it clean. Yeah. Keep it clean. Oh, no, no. Uh, it's a podcast. Yeah. yeah, I was going to say, we're not quite PG here if you want but, to. But yeah. a good, uh, almost like a, a good T's and C's for anyone that's thinking about purchasing their kid a bunk bed this summer. <laughs> Yeah. Listen to the podcast, you might change your mind. I was thinking about that. Let's see yes. if you change your mind right now. Here is your podcast for today. From Roebuck Bay to the Row Highway, got my ice mocha from Dome Cafe, the Super Pizza Floriette in a Luwaru and Esperance too. Across Albany and the Gloucester Tree with Katie Lamb and Andrew Wembley. From the greatest city in the world, it's time for 92.9 Triple M's Rush Hour with Andrew Embley and Katie Lamb. What did the fortune teller get so wrong? And maybe it's not you, maybe you know somebody who went to a fortune teller and they got so wrong. So a Willerton family won a life-changing $2.3 million in Saturday's Mega Lotto draw over the weekend. Despite a fortune teller using a crystal ball 
telling one of the family members, you will never win Lotto. Oh, never. <laughs> so hang on. So the people that one of the family members who won the $2.3 million Correct. went and saw a fortune teller, Correct. sat down, and when she was talking to the, the family member, said, by the way, just for what it's worth, you will never win Lotto. So in the fortune teller's defence, the odds of winning um, Lotto in Australia is about one in 45 million. So in her defence, pretty safe bet. She took the punt. I imagine the Willerton family like rocks up to the fortune teller and it's like knock, knock, knock and she's like, oh, Jesus, come on. Oh, what am I going to say today? Come on, Nancy, think, think. <laughs> and then like opens the door. I imagine her name's Nancy. Exactly. And then like sits down and it's just like, all righty, Rue, let's get started. Let me get my um, crystal ball from the fridge. Hot day, am I right? And then like sit down and then be like, okay, I predict you're going to purchase another white T-shirt in your lifetime. That's a safe bet. Well, you can never have too many white T-shirts. Yes, or a black T-shirt. But unfortunately, I hate to break it to you, and they're thinking, oh, God, oh, God, what is it? What is it, Nancy? You're never going to win lotto. The week later, $2.3 million. And that just shows that fortune tellers really don't know anything. So here's another one about fortune tellers because I've never gone to one besides this one time, right, where in 2008 um, the West Coast Eagles, we went over for a pre-season camp in South Africa. Now, we won the grand final a few years earlier, but if you remember in 2007 at the end of it, Chris Judd had left. He'd gone to Carlton. Cause he had a few little issues, so he wasn't there. Just He'd gone a to a, um, a Los Angeles clinic to sort of get himself right. So the morale was was really low. Yeah. So we decided as a group we'll sit in front of a fortune teller and she can tell us how our season was going to look. <laughs> oh, how good is this? Right? Come on, Nancy, tell us. And guess what she said? What? She goes, I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. I think you guys, you know, I don't think you guys will win the premiership in 2008. And where it goes, you'll be Yay! Right. Nancy knows. Yeah, we won four games to finish second last. <laughs> Nancy. Nancy, show it up your fortune. <laughs> <laughs> Shove your crystal ball where it don't shine, Fortune Nancy. tellers are telling porky pies. Oh, and if you know a fortune teller named Nancy, tell her a thousand apologies. This is not <laughs> a direct attack. I'm just saying in general. But one triple three five three, tell us what did the fortune teller get so wrong? Could be you, could be a family member that yes. went there. Let us know what did the fortune teller get so wrong? New pair of steel blue boots is up for grabs, by the way, nice. as well for this. Um, you met uh, Ben Cousins once, didn't you? By the way, just off the back of that. Yeah, me meeting Ben Cousins. Yeah. <laughs> yes. What happened? I was on the panel with him on. Um, Telethon. Telethon, yeah. yeah. And you sang with him. No, I didn't. Oh. 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 That's one so triple good. three five three. <laughs> Just got that saved. Ready to go at any time. Oh, Katie, Lamb. Katie Lamb singing to Ben Cousins live on Telethon. <laughs> it's great. I just remembered. So years and years ago, I uh, my friend had a birthday party. She booked a fortune teller, came yes. round. We all got a reading. We went in one by one. And the uh, fortune teller was telling me that, you know, I was sort of going to have um, a a job sort of in the industry where there might be microphones and, and cameras will follow oh, me around okay. and all this sort of thing. And I was currently in radio. So I thought, oh, okay, you know, when you're thinking like, oh, my God, this is great. And she's like, you're going to make heaps of money. And so I'm like. 
33 now, I can't wait for that. And um, <laughs> anyway, but then she at the, she said at the time, at the time I was dating this guy who was like tall, like dark hair and handsome. She said, um, you've got a, a dark haired guy in your life and you've got a sandy blonde guy that will come along in your life and you'll be at a crossroads, but you'll end up at getting married and having children with a tall, dark haired man. Well, fast forward, I'm now with a woman. So um, <laughs> you couldn't be more wrong if you tried. She got Sandy, Sandy coloured hair. Oh, my God, her name was Nancy. That's why Nancy What? Oh, Nancy. no, no, we're not doing this. No, we're not doing this. Sarah's from Mullaloo. G'day, Sarah. Hello. Oh, Sarah, Sarah, we're talking about when the fortune teller got it so wrong. Tell us your story. I was so wrong. We had a corporate um, building strategy sort of day and we were all off-site and some genius in management decided we'd ended the day with a um, a bit of a tarot card reader, someone mm. that went around and gave everyone their fortune. Yep. And um, so everyone's getting these great stories. You'll be promoted. You'll succeed. You'll do well. And I really wasn't going to put out my hand because they read the palm of your hand. Um, and everyone's got these really good stories. And it got to me and they said, your mother never loved you and you'll never have kids. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh that's very mean. That is so I was so very mean. Now, why would management say, I, ever since then, yeah. I knew management were no good. <laughs> hey, um, please oh. tell us off air who you work for. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing people that mm. wow and floor us. They only come around once in a blue moon, I reckon. I believe so, we're too. We're talking like Houdini, Copperfield, Dynamo. Oh, my God. I was going to say Dynamo. We now have a new person to add to that list. Behold the Oh, that is right. It's what Perth has been waiting for. My time to shine. I'll tell you what, Leachie. I'll tell you what, Katie. I have got a really, really cool trick for you guys. And I can't wait to see it. And I love that when you are a magician, you have um, old school Guy Sebastian Afro and a top hat. <laughs> That's right. I am absolutely dressed up. To, uh, it's amazing. <laughs> I really want to impress you with this little I'm already magic impressed trick by the hair. I'm yeah. about to you do at like the moment. So I've got the top hat on and I'm ready. And if you're in the car and you're driving home, you can play along. As well. Oh, so okay. anyone can do this. Anyone can do this. All right. So are you ready? Okay. And uh, is this like a okay? Okay. Go this ahead. is a magic trick. Yeah. yeah no, no one can that. do this besides it. Do what I am need I calling something again? for this? What? what embelievable what? embers. Yeah, the unbelievable embers. Unbelievable embers. Do you want your embers. opener again? Yeah, please. <laughs> the unbelievable embers. Oh, yeah, really all right. All right. Really Let's do this. All right. Do really we need cool in trick. No, no, no. Just use your imagination here. <laughs> okay. okay. Did you go to year five? You should be able to I work this project, out. Yeah. All right. I want you to think of a number. Any number. Oh, okay. All right. So I need to write it down. Now double it. Okay. Add six. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now. Divide it in half. Hang on. D- that involves me. D- divide it in half or halve it? Yep. D- divide it in half. Okay. Yeah, okay, right. So sure. just divide by two. Yeah, I know, because if you divide it by half, yep. then double it. Now, subtract the original number. Mm-hmm. Subtract the original Okay. Okay. All right. Now, Katie? Yes. I've got three bits of paper in front of me. Okay. I want you to choose one of those papers. Okay. I'll just get one. Because I think I can guess what your number is. 
I want you to read out what that number is and tell me, is that the number that you had? <laughs> is your number three? Oh, get stuffed. Is your number three too, Leachy? <gasps> My number's three! <laughs> if you are in the car, the unbelievable ember! Three. My number was genuinely three. What did you start with? What did you start with, I Leachie? started with ten. What did you start with? I started with five. And it, oh, I tell you, he's done it. <laughs> and Andrew started with six. Ross is clapping. Oh, <laughs> Joel, there you did it go. work for you? Well done, team. Oh, hey, just... plenty more of that coming up uh, <laughs> right after this. <laughs> oh, 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 it's magic. I I was actually very impressed. I was just like, there's no way, especially when we had the whole divide by half incident. I was just like, it's going to cook this. Nah. Nah. Number three. Yep. Good on you, number three. I've just had a mate message, started with seven, and it's three. Three as well. Yeah. Well done. Unbelievable. Yes. The unbelievable embers, I think, needs to return next week. Yes. It just seems that as soon as celebrities start a feud with each other, it just makes the news everywhere. Well, celebrities have got uh, big audiences around the world, Slam Dog, and there's nothing better than uh, two going at each other for a bit of fun. The one that is uh, big time circulating at the moment is, so NFL quarterback Aaron Rodgers. Yes, future Hall of Famer. And Jimmy Kimmel, they have been having a long-standing feud for a while now. This was Jimmy Kimmel talking about Aaron Rodgers in Feb just last Needless to say, all this UFO talk has the tinfoil hatters going wild, including Green Bay whack packer Aaron Rodgers, who offered this hot take on the Pat McAfee show. Did you hear about the Epstein client list uh, about to be released, too? What's that? What are you talking about? There's some files that have some names on it that might be uh, getting released pretty soon. Oh. Oh. (laughs) Might be time to revisit that concussion protocol, Aaron. So they've been throwing darts yes. for a while now. Jimmy Kimmel calls him a whack job and makes yes. funny. He's an Aaron anti-vaxxer. Was an anti-vaxxer, yes, that's right. Um, but now um, the Jeffrey Epstein client list has been released. Aaron Rodgers has been insinuating that Jimmy Kimmel is on that list. Oh, and so someone that might has be going gone, to court soon. Oh, yeah. And then obviously Jimmy, Jimmy Kimmel is, like, devastated about it and, you know, there's people saying things to his wife and kids. So... You know, obviously, if it's not true, I mean, I can't say obviously. I don't know. Aren't they? Weren't they friends? Weren't they pictured together? <laughs> You're going in dangerous territory right now. <laughs> Am I accidentally <laughs> making rumours? He's, he's coming back for you right now. <laughs> anyway, so we will wait and see. Um, another huge feud was back in 2009, of course, uh, the Kanye West and Taylor Swift incident. <laughs> Yo, Taylor, I, I'm really happy for you. I'm let you finish. But Beyonce had one of the best videos of all time. <laughs> all time. <laughs> Poor old Taylor Swift. I think she was 12 when this happened. Literally. And she was sitting there just going, Mom, Dad, help me. <laughs> so apparently that happened in 2009. They patched things up in 2015 briefly and then Kanye West dropped a song called Famous and basically said in the in the song that he made Taylor Swift famous. Now he claims that he, fo- he did a phone call and they recorded it and she gave him permission to put that line in, but she denies that that ever happened. Now, I think he's got a bit of a doco that will be released soon where he reckons that he's going to prove it. So I'm actually looking forward to see that. <laughs> oh. um, what about this one? Kane Corns. Kane Corns decides <laughs> to have a few with absolutely everyone. I was going to say, how long's the list? Oh, but <laughs> uh, one of the recent ones was with uh, 
ex-Adelaide captain Tex Walker. Have a listen. If you've got Taylor Walker and his mates prank calling me on New Year's Eve, that is how far I'm inside this guy's head to the point where he is mentally fragile. <laughs> so, oh New Year's Eve, right? Old Texan has a couple of coldies and then he gets his mates over and they're going... Let's call Kane. <laughs> oh, childish but fantastic. It's kind of like Donald Trump just, you know, having a long list as well. But then the other thing with that is he texted into his radio show that he had. Used to as well. And didn't realise that they had his phone number stored in there. So he thought it was anonymous. Kept texting him stupid stuff. <laughs> Kane fired back. The last one, though, um, the Ricky Gervais and James Corden one. Now, I love this one because um, that's just been ongoing for ages. Ricky Gervais yeah. claims that James Corden has, you know, stolen heaps of his jokes, that he's a bit of a sellout, a sellout uh, doing like a late night show instead of being a proper comedian. And then, of course, at the Golden Globes, he said this about James Corden. The world got to see James Corden as a fat pussy. He was also in the movie Cats, but <laughs> no one saw that. <laughs> oh, I didn't see the movie Cats. No, I didn't see no. the movie Cats. <laughs> no. Nobody saw the movie Cats. Mm. Did we you disapp- see the movie no, Cats? No, heck no. I did have that look at, on my face. I was like, don't tell me you didn't see Cats. No, I didn't. <laughs> yeah. Who are you going to have a feud with? Uh, yeah, you and I should make a feud. Make yeah. the headlines. Well, you keep going the way you're going. I know who I'm having a feud with. <laughs> it's going to be very hot. We're having a heat wave, a tropical heat wave. Oh, that's a good idea. Yep. Um, sung in the 1950s. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um, so, Coogee. Have you been to Coogee, Mark? I have been to Coogee, Port Coogee. They've got a shark net out there too, I think. <laughs> that's it. Well, um, the city of Coburn on December 14 uh, backed a proposal for the suburb to be split in half. So... They want the, the northern end, which people just call North Coogee, sure. uh, to be named Catherine Point. Oh, really? And the southern section to, yeah. To remain as Port Coogee. Port Coogee. That's it. So the, the northerners are a little bit like, well, hang on. Hang if on I was living in North Coogee, I would rather have my name called North Coogee than Catherine's Point. Catherine Point. So they're not happy about that. Don't know if it's going to get across the line. Cathy Point. I mean, could be a bit of fun. If you could change a couple of suburb names that you'd be happy with, yeah, what would it be? Okay, well, Del Keith, you could probably change that to Dollar Keith. Yeah, yeah, I'd be happy living in Dollar Keith. <laughs> a fair few dollars floating around in Dollar Keith. Um, Coburn. A lot of eastern eastern states people think it's pronounced Cockburn, so yep. we could just change it to Richard. Oh, Richard, yeah, <laughs> Red Richard. How'd Coburn. you burn your Richard? <laughs> What about Karen Up? So Oregon with Karen Up, right? Uh, obviously, the name Karen, uh, people don't want it's anything associated. Bad, rap. Oh, yeah. bad mm. rap. So get rid of Karen. Mm. So you're just left with Up. So maybe call Karen Up Viagra. Or <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe just change the Karen to a name like Leanne. Leanne Up. <laughs> In a loot on Zatut. On Zatut. Oh. That sounds a bit fancier than in a loo, but you're still, you know, in a loo what on Zatut. What about Belga? Because there's, like, some people would say there's a you know, stigma attached with Belga. So maybe we uh, we we use the letters but just pronounce it differently, like a Belaja. Belaja. Yeah, like, like, like Bellagio a beautiful hotel. hotel. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and then people accidentally book to stay in Belga when they come here thinking they're staying at the Belagio Hotel. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Finally, um, pretty simple one, Wembley. Just remove the W. Emily. Oh, yes. yes! Unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> it's time to find Perth's smartest suburb. How good is Perth? North.
versus South. Battle of the Birds. And Northern Suburbs went bang. Fair oh. spot for 2024. They Hit the just, ground running. Wow, at 23, they finished off in a high. It was just a demolition. Uh, demolition. <laughs> <laughs> no, hang on. What was it? What is Keep it? That demolish. <laughs> no, no, go on. They demolition. It was a demolition, <laughs> Lamb Dog. That's exactly what I said the first time. Oh, no. And Wouldn't have thought so. then they bounced back to start 2024. <laughs> they got up to a good start yesterday. We threw it out there. The phones went mad. But every single person that called were from the South, they want to redeem themselves. <laughs> well, they're desperate to redeem themselves, representing the South. Martina from Byford, come on down. Woo! Yeah, oh, she's up and Martina. Martina, yeah. you're sounding so smart, Martina. Oh, bless you. Gosh, I hope so. <laughs> I, you I hope primary so school, too. Martina? Yeah. Yeah, we've, we've done primary school, done high school. Good. A lot. Well done. Let's do this. Okay, she's up and about. Um, She's taking on from the north, though. Andy from Greenwood. Come on down, Andy. How's it going? Andy. Hey, um, you are a fan of people that live in the southern suburbs? Am I a fan? Oh, look, to be honest, I married one, but I dragged her north. So. <laughs> dragged her north. Go. Wow. Yes. And she was willing to go with you because it's the smarter you, side. You don't go back to see the in-laws that live in the south, do you, Andy? <laughs> All right. Your buzzers, Martina, your buzzer is south. Andy, your buzzer is north. It is the first to two, and the first that gets to two gets a point on the board for their side of the river. North is one zip. Let's roll. Question number one. Which F1 superstar was spotted in Perth with our own, our very south. own, oh, south. Daniel south. Ricciardo? South. South is Lando Norris. Oh, there's oh, the Norris. Yes. Do you love your fast cars, Martina? Yes. I very much do love oh, my fast cars. Oh. Oh. Score check, South 1, North Zip. All Martina, right. you answered this correctly. South are on the board. Let's Andy, go. Andy, you need this to stay in the game. Yeah. What do music stars Post Malone and Jelly Roll have in common with their appearance? North. Oh, God. South. North. Uh, North. Andy, you're in first. Oh my god! <laughs> it's one apiece. One all, one all, one all, one all, one all. All right, there's some. Come on, Martina. Martina, think, oh. think. Hey, hey. Okay. Come on. You ready, guys? Let's go, Martina. Yeah. All right. Come on, Andy. <laughs> Which wrestling legend made a comeback to the WWE recently? North. Oh no. Andy. Oh, he was down one nil. <laughs> Andy. The no. No, it wasn't no. the Undertaker. Martina. You can answer this, Martina. Throw up the stumps, Martina. Do you need to hear the question uh, again? John Cena. I don't know anybody. That no, <laughs> it was Dwayne The Rock Johnson. A little okay. bit of speculation that he actually might be coming here to Perth next month as All well. All right. Yeah, elimination chamber. It's one apiece. It's a tiebreaker. Next person who answers wins. Let's go. Which legendary skater pop punk band are playing at REC Arena North? Andy. Oh, I'd be offering for sure. No, it's not. No. Oh, love. All right, Martina. Martina. Do you want to have a go at that? Could you? Can I get the question yes, again? Yes, Which for legendary sure. skater pop punk oh, band are playing at REC Arena next oh. month? Blink-182. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Martina, you need a 
sweetie, because you are the only one. You're the only one. Oh. I've got this. Hey, Andy, you uh, you fought hard, mate. You uh, you didn't want to give it to her, but in the end, Martina from Byford, congratulations. You've squared Thank it up you. in 2024. It's one all. Let's do this. South for the win. Yes, Martina. <laughs> what woke you up in the middle of the night? Well. Can you put my microphone on? No, I was too busy trying to, like, figure out what we're going to do next. Now imagine, <laughs> imagine you're just having a slumber, you're just sleeping, it's, you know, just the middle of the night. Early night. Big day need, tomorrow. That's it. You need to get up, you need to go to work, work and do it all again. So you're just having a nice, peaceful night, and then all of a sudden, you're here. Jeez, that sounds like a bang. And you've gone, <gasps> what, what on that? earth? What was that noise? Well, this happened to a man in Girraween just the other night. Of course, once you wake up to a bang, you're like, well, what the hell is that? So he has to walk outside only to see his car has exploded into fire. No fire sound? <laughs> I wasn't asked for it. Um, so he's... <laughs> that was, wow. I know. Your facial expressions, the way you um, tried to explain how the fire was going to look. We're expecting was it's called theatre. What about that, that other noise you had before? Have you got oh, that one? That other noise? Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah that's yeah. bang. Oh, wow. There it is. So, so imagine waking up in the middle of the night to a massive bang. Nothing worse, first of all, than getting woken up in the middle of the yeah. night, especially to something as hectic as that. That would have been scary, frightening. So like, scary. You're going like, what was that noise? So 13353, what woke you up in the middle of the night? So I got woken up years ago by my oh, next door. <laughs> by my next door neighbour. Yes. <laughs> right, I knock at the door and my next door neighbour there, like um, she's like in her like late 50s and I'm thinking, what is all this about? And then she goes, see that guy over there? Is he your mate? And I looked, it was my best mate. Now, he had tried oh, to come God. over. He goes, sorry, bro, so I jumped into the wrong house. <laughs> so he's come over after a late night out and thought that he was oh, trying to get into my window no. and jumped into the uh, next-door neighbour's window. So oh, God, yes. that would have been terrifying for her. Absolutely. Yindi, if you're listening, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> what woke you up in the middle of the night? I remember, well, my dogs can every now and again just go nuts and start barking. Mm. And I always think, you know, I'm about to get murdered, et cetera, et cetera. But this one particular time, they're literally going at something and ran out of the door. And I was just like, oh, my God, this is it. My number's up. So I tentatively go um, and I look and there was a cat. <laughs> the neighbour's cat had let herself in to the doggy door and was oh, just inside. eating the dog's biscuits. Oh. I was like, help yourself, love. Go home. One triple three five three. what woke you up in the middle of the night? Was it a big explosion like that that started a fire and all of a sudden it was just crackling? Is that what you were looking for before? Yes. Yeah, good would have been good if you told me that Was beforehand. it Ember's drunk friend trying to get into your house? Mm. Or was it a little pussycat? Meow. Meow. Uh, what woke you up in the middle of the night? Um, our producer Joel is outside. Hey, guys. So anyone that's got young kids would understand what it's like when, you, when your kid crawls into the bed with you every night and you just got to put up with that and there's nothing you can do. But in yep. the middle of the night, my wife just shrieked, Joel, don't move. Oh, God. And I thought it was a burglar. I thought something horrible was about to happen. Maybe someone was going to stab us or something. But it turns out our kid had just what can be best described as sharted. <laughs> and it was, it was everywhere. But like, it was like a body outline in the bed. It hadn't hit me. Not a speck. It got me. <laughs> Don't move. Don't oh, move. Oh, that is not. I think I'd rather uh, the car on fire. Uh, let's go to Greg and Alchemist. Hello. 
Oh, geez, that's going to be hard to beat. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Good on you, Greg. Have a crack at it. <laughs> oh, well, years ago, my old years ago, Embers, um, my old man, he took us to uh, me and my family to. I got a sister as well. Went to New Zealand for three weeks in this camper van holiday thing, you know. Yep. And uh, we did both islands. It was fantastic. But um, anyway. Sleeping arrangements were rock, scissors, paper, who gets the top bunk and all that kind of <laughs> okay. jazz. And I ended up getting the top bunk, which I was pretty stoked with. But I don't know if you've got young kids and you've watched your young bloke sleeping and he tosses and turns mm. and kicks and sprawls. Yes. and you know, I think that's what might have been happening with me, but my old man reckons he heard this almighty just butt. Boom. <laughs> and I've just woken up face first on the vinyl floor. Oh, no. The, um, Bless you, of the, uh, on off of the top. The, of the caravan, oh. of the fan thing, and I just was going, oh. Oh, oh that's sad. What, I mean, do you remember it, it was a hurt? Up, tell you what, I'm sure it you woke, know, woke you up. up yeah, too. absolutely. Yeah. Would have. Were you crying as well? <laughs> uh, I can't remember. It was years ago. Oh, I've never <laughs> fallen out of a top bunk, but I do. Yes, Leachie, you've I fallen out. We were holidaying in Waruna and yeah. we had the whole same sort of thing. You're in like just this sort of share little bedroom. Yeah. And so I was on the top bunk and what woke me up was the esky because I'd fallen from the top bunk. My head has gone onto the esky. <laughs> and then about, th- my mum says three seconds later, you just hear this. <laughs> I always, yeah. um, when I was uh, on the top bunk, mum and dad always put the rail up. <laughs> so that just yeah. shows they didn't trust. But, you know, Do you also still put the rail up when you play temp in bowling? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Bunkers down, y'all. Jason in Rockingham. Hello, next. Jason. Jace. You there? Yes, I'm here. Yes. All right, Jason, let's go to you first. What's your bunk bed story? Well, it was. Uh, well, one of my brothers had a had a bath quite late at night. Um, he left the bathtub full, and the tap was dripping. It was just drip, drip, like absolutely yeah, driving me yeah. crazy. <laughs> so somehow I, uh, while still half asleep, went to climb off the top bunk. Ended up falling flat first on my face. Oh. Um, then I, I crawled crawled to the bathtub to go and turn the tap off, and I, I literally. Passed out, fell unconscious. My head went under the water. Oh God! Oh, no. uh, luckily, my stepdad heard heard Jeez, what was going on, and yeah, he he come and pulled pulled me out. Um, and yeah, yeah, that. Uh, and you lived to tell the tale. I I did, but I I actually fractured my cheekbone when I when I fell, oh, God. and then uh, I I had to go to school the next day. But this was before any of the swelling had started to come up. Oh, uh, and There's so much to I, unpack. <laughs> there is. I, I was so embarrassed that uh, I was in year seven and still sleeping in a bunk bed. Oh, so, but you're lucky you're I, a buddy alive, Jace. I know, I know. I, I ended up telling all my friends that I got uh, got beaten up on the way to school and it somehow got through to the teacher, uh, then to the principal. Oh, no. who, then the police got involved. Oh, oh no. no. Jace. Oh, my goodness, it's just gone from Jeez, maybe you wish you had a die, Jace. <laughs> I ended, ended up having to admit that I fell out of the bunk bed, so nearly died like, of embarrassment after all that. Oh, oh, Jason, you beautiful man. I love that the, the tap was just making you so irate that you literally oh. fell out, almost went unconscious, but you still managed to turn off the tap and then almost oh, die. Did. 
I dared it nearly yeah, cost oh. me everything for it, but yeah, got there in Jason. the end. Good on you, Jace. We're glad to have you still, Jace. Thanks for the call. <laughs> Casey, let's get to Casey and Byford. Hello. Hey, guys. Hey. How are you going? Yeah, going well, Casey. We got you now. Bunk bed stories. It's coming this way. Tell us yours. So mine was middle of the night and I ruined bunk beds for my entire family. Yeah. It was my first night in a bunk bed and my mum said to me, don't fall off. I think I was seven. Mm. I, I've fallen off. Shattered my arm. Oh, just carried it in. It was about midnight. My parents called me, What are you doing? Go to bed. I was like, My arm hurts. Go to bed. I went to sleep on the bottom bunk with my sister, only to wake up and have multiple surgeries done on this arm. Oh, no, Casey. There was a scar that basically took up the whole side of the arm. Um, and it's still got a rod in it now. But yeah, I think I had three surgeries. Wow. Wow. Do you remind your parents and... of how bad they were to you that night when they told you to go back to bed? Oh, all the time. All the time. <laughs> but it meant I had bars on even a standard bed. Wow. And you know what? That is just so like our, you know, parents back in the day. It's just almost like, you'll be right. You'll be right. And it's like, no, I've shattered my arm. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. (laughs) Well, congratulations, Casey. You just won yourself a new bunk bed. (laughs) Before we go towards the end of this show, uh, Andrew Wembley, Amazed us earlier. The unbelievable embers. The unbelievable embers. He decided to do a magic trick for us today, yeah. and it was about numbers. And I was concerned because he didn't go to year five, I know. and not the best at math. Nope. Um, at math or maths? It, it can be at math. Yep, that's yep. fine. Cool. He's not very good at English either, but <laughs> it actually worked. Um, and it was incredible. Everybody yeah. played along in the office and everyone was like, whoa, that was yeah. unbelievable. So good, wasn't it, hey? You were surprised. We yeah. were super surprised. The bar was low. And you mentioned before he's not that good at English and he proved that also during Battle of the Burbs. Wow, at 23 they finished off in a high. It was just a demolition. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, hang on. What, was it? what is Get it? That demolish. <laughs> no, no, go on. They demolish them. It was a demolition, <laughs> lamb dog. That's exactly what I said the first time. <laughs> A no, listen, this take, takes a little bit of time to sometimes to get to where you really want to get to. <laughs> it's <laughs> not the, uh, it's the first see... stuff up that I've had and certainly won't be the last. No, Embolisms right. are well and truly back in 2024 yes, and I'm happy about it. I'm very happy about it, yes. but I'm also happy that your daughter is here with oh, us Oh, don't start moment. with my daughter at the moment. So I'm going to text my daughter uh, a little bit earlier. She's, uh, she's, she's waving. To... She's so nice. Hi, Chip So we're heading out to mum and dad's house tonight. Autumn got on a train. She came meet me here in Subiaco. We're going to go and have dinner with them. And she was at reception earlier. And our beautiful Belle at reception said, uh, geez, you look like your dad. <laughs> and she responded to the receptionist, I have never been so offended in my whole life. <laughs> Thank you very much. I also, I also, I also like that I looked over and she's looking at you, just flagging your credit card around, yeah. and you're saying no. And then I look at her again. She's flipping the bird at you, and when I look at her, she catches my eye, and then she just yeah, starts she's not bad. smiling and waving. Well, if you use she's my credit card, uh, that's certainly going to bounce. She might, <laughs> she might want to get my wife's card. That might work. <laughs> true. That's very true. Hey, good work, everyone. Well done, well done, done today. Team. Well yes. done, Katie. Well done, Embers. Well done, Joel, our producer. Tomorrow, Battle of the Burbs, of course, returns. As to does a Friday favourite 
Friday line. Yes. Yeah, good gear that coming up tomorrow. Looking forward to yeah, it. Yeah, we'll chop up some uh, movie <laughs> quotes and see how it all ends up on the plate. Uh, that's happening Safety tomorrow. Safety credit card bounces then. <laughs> <laughs> Back tomorrow from four. Have a ripping rest of your day. Bye-bye. It's the end of the world as we know it. Triple M's Rush Hour with Embers and Katie.